there is no one path. And I think you change. So then you have to also tweak the way you um, uh, you spend your time and the way you create. Welcome to the Creative Tax Podcast with Mike Brennan. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Creative Chats. It's the podcast for artist makers and content creators where we talk about creativity, the creative process, and story. I'm your host, Mike Brennan. You can connect with me over on Instagram, I'm at MikeBone, or on my website, which is MikeBrennan.me. Hey, I'd love for you to stop by DailyCreativeHabit.com. I've created several resources with you in mind as a creative person. First, there's a link to our free private Facebook group called Daily Creative Habit. It is filled with creatives of all types who have raised their hands to say, I want to show up more consistently for my creativity and craft. And so if that's you, we would love to see you as part of this group. There's also a link to receive our free Daily Creative Habit email newsletter. This goes out twice a week and is filled with resources and inspiration and daily prompts for you as a creative person to make sure that you keep showing up every single day for your creativity. And lastly, there's a link out to the new Daily Creative Habit Guided Creativity Journal. And this is something that I'm really excited about because it's a 90-day journey that you can go on that guides you to plan and show up for your creativity and help you track and help you measure and figure out exactly what it is that you want to do and how you want to do it. This is available right now through Amazon.com. Okay, friends, here is part two of my creative chat with Kosha Kuna. Be sure to go back and listen to the previous episode so you don't miss what was said previously. It is a great conversation filled with so many insights, and we go deep into talking about the creative journey, creative evolution, how we need to keep showing up for that next version of ourselves creatively, and the importance of just listening to yourself and the self-discovery that happens along the way as you are consistently showing up. Uh, Kosha talks about her amazing Draw Tip Tuesday weekly YouTube series where she teaches people to draw. She talks about being co-founder of Sketchbook School and also her book, Life is Better When You Draw It. So here is part two of my creative chat with Kosha Kuna. So, uh, you know, Danny was a great um, part of my story early on, returning to my art when I was away for 10 years, came back to it. I read Danny's book, The Creative License, because someone had suggested it. And that gave me permission. I mean, that's even in the title of the book. You know, Uh, it gave me permission that I thought I needed to show up to choose my art again and to draw and actually confront a lie that I thought I can't really draw because I can't do photorealism. Like that was the benchmark that was set for me when I was in art school. And I thought, well, I could be a great graphic designer. Yeah. Fonts and colors and layout and all that. That's great. But when it comes to actually drawing, like, I don't think I'm a real artist. And reading that book just really unlocked some things for me early on that were important for me to go, no, you know what? That actually is is okay, and that's that's good for me to to wrestle with that and to show up and do things that are more aligned with who I am. Like I'm messy. Stop trying to be so precise because you're going to be frustrated and you're not going to be yourself and you're going to be trying to fulfill a role that's not yours to fill. Yes. And so it was like, be messy, embrace that, 
and do even more of the mess, you know? And so as I leaned into that, because of Danny's encouragement through those books and through his work, um, you know, I just continue to, uh, unlock what that looked like for me. So, um, as I look at, you know, his journey, your journey, I see these moments where you're, you, you've had self-discovery along the way, and then you're leaning into that and saying, okay, I may not know the whole picture. I may not know everything, but here's what I do know. Here's what I have learned. And now I want to bring that to people and talk about that. Um, and so I really resonate with that part of your journey too, and, and experience, and it continues to be of how you show up and say, you know, here's how I see things. Here's how I've experienced things. And I think this might be helpful for you too. Um, is there a sense now, like when we're talking about, you know, the teaching and, and drawing, and we, we touched on this a little bit earlier where, you know, with the photography thing where you said, you know, I have this creative expression that I'm doing and now it feels very kind of stale. I've lost my passion. I've attached money to it. And I'm like, now it feels like work. It doesn't feel like joy. Um, can you talk a little bit about your experiences and, and maybe it could be helpful if there's somebody listening who they're thinking, I want to monetize my art, but I'm afraid either that that's going to happen where it's going to become work and I'm going to lose the joy, or I'm not really sure how to actually get this in front of people. Is this something that is marketable? Like talk a little bit about your experiences in wrestling through some of those things and, and kind of where you've landed. It's a big question because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. I just started like abstract painting a couple of years ago. I mean, you see it behind me. And I have the same question, like, should I offer this for people to buy or should I just leave it to play? Because it feels like total playing. There's no rules. There's no expectations. It doesn't matter what comes out. But then every so often I have like a painting and I'm like, that's pretty good, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And then, uh, yeah, I'm like, how many paintings am I going to make and then stack here in my room? I mean, maybe I should, you know, um, sell them. But I just really, right now, I, I will come to a point probably that I'm ready to just put them somewhere on Instagram or a website and then see if I can find a way to put marketing behind it and maybe I can sell a few Uh, right now. I'm like, no, I just don't have the energy for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But also it's, you know, I don't need it right now because I have other stuff that I'm doing and it's for me, it's just a creative, another creative outlet. Um, And maybe if I would have a website with you know, buy my paintings, I would feel the pressure of like, okay, so people like blue paintings. Now I have to paint blue paintings right? instead of, I feel like green today. No, green isn't great. I'm going to just go over it with black again and do something completely different. So yes, there is that exactly that point of how much freedom do you still have as a creative person as soon as there's a commission and there's expectations and there's money involved, it's it, there are that those are levels of complication, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. So um, I think it's 
very important to um, stay close to um, to yourself. That sounds a little bit esoteric, but um, I think if you feel an energy and a very like, well, let's say it again, passion about what you do, that then there, that's where your power really is. So, and I think that that would also be the answer for my paintings if I wanted to sell them. Yes, people might love the blue paintings, but I am just loving whatever I do. So I'm not going to let that influence whatever I do that comes out from, you know, from mm -hmm. from, uh, from my toes to, you know, which is really in me. Um, it's, I'm having a very hard time to, to explain myself, but um, I think it's very important to constantly get, get back, come back to your core and think, what is it that I want to do? Instead of thinking, what is it that would make money? Because on, in the long run, you will burn yourself out. If you see that people like this one, one trick of you, yeah, you can keep doing that. But how much fun will it be after a while, you know? Yeah. And if you are making things that um, are joyful for you and that give you energy and that, you know, bring energy to people see that, people feel that. If I want to, you know, I am I, I do these travel workshops. If I want to sell my travel workshops, I have to be enthusiastic about it. Otherwise, nobody's going to join me. If I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Italy uh, in, uh, in the summer and uh, you can join me. There's a few tickets. It'll be nice. Yeah, you know, we'll be, we'll be, uh, and maybe I would think about it like it's, that's, you know, a travel workshop like that, it, uh, it takes a lot of energy because you give a lot. But this is not how I feel about it. But if I tell people I'm going to Italy and we're going to draw everything that we see and we're going to have so much fun and you're going to make friends and I'm really looking forward to be with this group. People feel that if you mean it, then you can, you know, uh, sell it. Mm -hmm. um, but the, if you ask me like how do you make money with your illustrations or what is the path I don't know because my path is so super wobbly I thought I was a photographer turns out after a while I wasn't anymore so then I you know I was a customer agent customer service agent for a while and then I became a teacher and then you know it's there is no one path and I think you change. So then you have to also tweak the way you, um, uh, you spend your time and the way you create. I mean, if you look at the drawings I did five years ago or 10 years ago, it's completely different from what I do now. And that's because I'm constantly learning and changing. So I don't, I don't really have a good answer to that. Really. <laughs> no, but I think you, you did answer it because you're, you know, even from your own experiences, <clears throat> there's this evolution that you're talking about that happens and mm -hmm. 
trying things, jumping in yeah. and saying, what happens if, I don't know, you know, um, I want to, I want to monetize this certain type of artwork. Okay. I don't know if there's an audience for it. The way that you, you figure that out is by trying is by showing up, creating yes. the work first and then putting it out there and learning. And even if that specific type of art isn't a match, going back to our previous part of the conversation, you, you still learn something. You still yeah. figured out, oh, oh, this is how you actually connect with people through what it is that you make. And this is how you market something. And this is yeah. what it looks like when you're actually working and relying on your creativity for a living. Oh, that's very different than me just feeling like I want to do something because I want to do something. Right. Exactly. Um, there are a lot of people that I've talked to. And, and, you know, at one time I was that person who was a creative professional. I was graphic designer in a, in a job staff position. And I got frustrated because I didn't have anything that was outside of that. So everything was client based. Everything was creative briefs. Everything was creativity for somebody else. But it wasn't right. for me. Right. And I think we don't really talk about that. And, I, you know, maybe it's talked about in art schools these days. I don't really know, but I don't think so. And this whole idea of, you know, it's it's not enough just to, quote, make a living from your creativity. I think we need to That's figure it. out what that looks like and also be open handed enough to know that that is going to change. Um, yes. And if we are, and it's not an either or, right? It's not like, well, either I am in a position where it's a service thing like graphic design or copywriting or photography, or I'm just kind of like the wild eyed artist who's just kind of doing whatever and selling stuff on the street. And, you know, like we exactly. think those are the the choices and we're like, mm, okay, well, <laughs> but the, the reality is I think it's important no matter what it is that we do, if we have something that's uh, attached to our living and livelihood that's creativity based that we still need something that's a passion project because yeah. that's the place where we can play where we can break things where we can be curious and there's nobody telling us you can't do that or stick to the brief or here's the budget that doesn't allow you you know it's freedom right yeah. and i know that those are the times when you do those things that bleeds back over to other areas of your life as well because we're not just simply these segmented beings right um and so when i look at your journey i see a lot of that too i see a lot of following your ideas following your passions figuring it out as you go and saying i'm going to be open-handed with this um and the next iteration shows up as it's supposed to uh at the right time and mm -hmm. um i so appreciate that about your journey and just even you saying you know i've had a wobbly experience i think that makes you more relatable to people because so many times people look from the outside and they're like oh well she's got draw tip tuesday you know and she's teaching classes and, and she has this book and which we'll talk about in a minute but you know like all these things that they look at from the outside and yet you're like hey I i've just been trying to figure this out and yeah i've been doing the right next thing as it that's it itself, right? yes yeah i think you explained that really well because it's true um it seems like i have it all planned out but I really don't. And uh, like you said, like something sticks or it doesn't. And well, Draw Tip Tuesday definitely stuck. And there, you know, for that, you need a lot of consistency too. Mm -hmm. So I think that really helps to, um, in, in Dutch, you say, have a long breath. So don't give up. Like, after two times, you know, like if you if you 
want to start a podcast or something on YouTube, you need to put a lot of work in that. And you need to post a lot of videos and a lot of podcast uh, interviews or whatever you're doing before you even know if it's working and before you even find your flow, your workflow, but also your style. It's exactly the same like any other creative thing, you know? You find your style by drawing. You find your style of video making by doing it. And um, and it develops that way. Mm -hmm. And and that is why it's wobbly. And I think everybody's path is wobbly, except when you are a career woman or man who is like, I'm going to study this, then I'm going mm -hmm. to work there, then I'm going to be the, you know, whatever. But for creativity, it's all too... Um, nothing is set in stone so you mm -hmm. like you said you need to also um allow things to change and you need to um uh, take risks like okay um i'm just going to try this i'm just going to put this product uh, out there it's not working i'll take it off again if it's working that's great and then i can uh, tweak it again um and then there's something else that came up, uh, a thought that came up while you were talking. Like sometimes people ask me, you know, I, I draw on location often and people are like, oh, are you an artist? So um, what exactly do you do? And it's so hard to describe <laughs> because if you say I'm an artist, people say, oh, so do you ex uh, do you have exhibitions or, you know? It's like, no, I actually make art in my sketchbook. That That is really what I do. <laughs> I'm a sketchbook artist. And they're like, but do you sell your art? I'm like, no, it's mine. I mean, you don't sell your diary pages, do you? <laughs> you know? So it's so hard to describe to people. Like, this is, you know, a way to motivate other people to bring more creation in their lives, too. And then I try to explain like, well, I do online courses, I do workshops, and then that actually, oh, it's, it's super hard to describe. And maybe that's a good thing. If you're a creative person and there's this niche thing or there's this one thing that really, you know, um, makes you very happy, then that's your thing. And that's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be like, I'm an illustrator for Hallmark or whatever. Um, it's okay if it's on different, you know, you have different sides, different ways to make a little bit of money here, make a little money there. Um, and I actually also think that gives you more freedom because then it's easier to tweak. Like, yes. okay, that was fun for a while, but now it doesn't feel great anymore. So I'm going to pivot a little bit. Um yeah, so make it wobbly. I think wobbly is good. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a sense of, you know, earlier on in my journey, I was looking for the role. I was looking for the job description. Like, right. tell me what, what the parameters are here, what the expectations are, what this looks like. Show me a model of this so I know what to do. And I realized, unfortunately, very late, that there's no model, there's no job description, there's no role that someone's gonna give me that's gonna be like, this is it, this is what it looks like, this is what you call yourself, this is the, the pathway and the expectations. It's much more fluid than that. 
And it's yeah. really more tied to the self-discovery and being attuned to yourself, having self-awareness of, you know, what is important to you, what your passions are, where your giftings are, how you not only bring joy to uh, yourself in what you create, but how you bring it to other people in service, yeah. right? Because um, the connection piece is huge. Um, and so figuring all that stuff out, I, that just takes time. And, and oh, yeah. like you said, doing things, showing up and doing things, trying things, uh, and then yeah. going, okay, let's pivot to something else because that didn't work. Or this was a bridge to actually what it is that I should be doing. This was, you know, not the, the main thing for me. Um, so it, it's great to be able to talk about these things and give some people this sense of like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not doing something wrong. Maybe I'm still just in that place where I'm playing, experimenting, trying to figure things out. And honestly, I think as creative people, we're always going to be in that state, right? You're never done. You <laughs> yeah. are never done. And that's a good thing because you keep getting ideas and you're like, oh, wait, I can do that. And then you're there, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. So one of the things too, like I'd love to talk about now is, is your book, right? So mm -hmm. was this just something that happened naturally where you said, okay, I have these things that I've been talking about a lot. I have these drawings. I have... Or was this something that you thought, okay, a book is definitely one of the next steps in the things that you want to offer? Uh, no, not the latter. Um, it was also not super naturally. Okay, let me talk you through it. <laughs> I feel like I have such long stories, but it doesn't matter. No, it makes um, it interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, well, I, of course, I, uh, I founded a sketchbook school and I worked three years with Danny Gregory. And at some point, as it happens when you are a creative person or just a person in average, on average, um, in general, I felt like something needed to change. And, um, every way I looked at it, sketchbook school did not fit anymore how I wanted my life to be so um which was a very hard decision but um yeah that's in 2020 I left sketchbook school and I'm super happy that Danny was like well I'm not done with this yet I'm going through with it and he's having so much fun so that's good and the whole community is still there and I'm still dipping in there so it couldn't have gotten a better outcome um, but then uh, I took a sabbatical because I needed it. And also because I was like, I have no idea what's next for me. No idea. It was really like sort of dropping the mic. And then also uh, the pandemic hit. So everything mm -hmm. was just on pause. I was like, this is actually good for me. I need to be on pause. The world is on pause. Let's do that. And a friend of mine had already like a few times during sketchbook school she had said we need a book you, you need to write a book I was like yeah that would be great but I have no idea when or how even and um so a few months into my sabbatical she pinged me again Suzanne and she said um how about the book <laughs> I was like yeah so she she had been nudging me and she's a she's an editor too. So she told me like, if you want to do this book, I can help you, and I will help you. So thanks to her little pushes, 
I was like, okay, maybe I need to think about this because yes, I do have something to say and I have done like weekly draw tip videos and um, I think I can, I can write something. And if not, I can just create a book with a whole bunch of fun drawings. Why not? You know, right. I like those books that you just, you know, you don't even need to read them. You just flip through them to look at the drawings. Um, so I started to, um, actually, this was also really one of those consistency things and uh, creative habit things. So I like stacking habits. Mm-hmm. I write about that in my book too. So I would do daily walks and um, every day I would just go anywhere, you know, I would just walk and um, and I would think maybe uh, maybe today I need to write for it just half an hour or I need to write something. I have no idea what to write about. So that was just one of the thoughts. And then I would walk and then after 10 minutes or so, something would pop up, some idea like, oh, I can write about whatever, something. It it would be maybe a a drawing that I thought of like, oh, that was a great story. I need to, you know, um, write about that or maybe something about consistency or so I would walk and then sometimes if I had an idea, I would just write it up on my phone quickly so I wouldn't forget. And then when I would um, come back, I would sit down and I would write half an hour, an hour. And that was it. And I would put it aside, not look at it for a bit. And the next day I would walk again. And then after my walk, I would sit down and write. So that way, every day I would just write a little bit Mm -hmm. and at some point I had like 25 pieces that could become uh, chapters Um, so in that sense it was sort of a natural thing and an organic thing because I told myself I don't have to write a book I am just going to see I've never written a book I've only written blog posts not that great either So let me just see if I can do this at all and if I like it. And I liked it. I was having fun. And, you know, if I would uh, write one thing, then it would lead to the next. Like, oh, I wrote about that. Maybe I should actually, oh, you know, this is how creative processes, like once you have started, it's it's just bubbling and percolating. And Mm -hmm. so that's really how it how it all came together. And then after after having written those first, the first part bit, the first manuscript, uh, Suzanne came in to help and, uh, and uh, <laughs> take out all the errors because, <laughs> well, it's in English and uh, mm-hmm. that's not my first language. Sure. Um, and also really, you know, taking things out and adding things in. And she was like, oh, yeah, it, it is really great. And you are really encouraging because there there was a lot of you can do this. And this is a suggestion. She was like, I need more you in this. So then I needed to learn to talk a bit more about myself and about my story. So it was a fantastic, interesting creative process but also a process of getting to know myself mm-hmm. which of course is just as important when you are choosing your you know career path you need to get to know yourself and you need to be going back to that core again is this still what i like you know mm-hmm. is this 
And then, yeah, at some point you can say I'm an artist and an author. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. And it's just an encouragement to, to make those daily deposits, um, yes. not think about this huge thing of, I want to write a book. Okay. Well, how do I do that? I'm so overwhelmed, you know, um, it's the manageable steps and yes. And then it's, and then it's editing at a second point. It's not trying to edit as you're going. And there's, there's mm -hmm. definitely a process there to that. Um, and you know, I love that it's even just by you doing that, you're encouraging other people who may be thinking, you know what, I've always wanted to write a book or I've always wanted to yeah. illustrate a book or whatever. Like maybe I can do this. Um, cause I think, you know, the more people who are showing up, choosing themselves, creating things and getting it out into the world, I think we all win then, you know, because everybody's stepping into more yes. of who they really are, you know? Yeah. And it's just really one step at a time. With It's with so many things, not even creative, you know, creative projects. But you have to take things one step at a time. There is not a shortcut if you want to write a book or if you want to get better at art. There's not a shortcut. You just need to do it one step at a time and you need to show up for it. Yes. And and I think people aren't always willing to commit. And I think that is so powerful to tell yourself like, well, if I want to be better at art, I better show up. And I'm going to commit to do this every day, even if some days I will only have five minutes and mm -hmm. I can do only one like continuous line drawing of... I don't know even what my cup of coffee in front of me, but I am going to do this. And that that's why I am such a habit stacker. You know, I'm like, well, mm -hmm. if you can brush your teeth every day, there's something you can stack to that. You know, maybe, maybe you should even just draw your toothbrush for a whole month every morning after, <laughs> after uh, brushing your teeth, you know, um, make it easy on yourself and don't make it too big because just um, last weekend I was teaching a workshop and one of the participants said at the end of the workshop, she said, thank you for reminding me that I can actually do this in between things. Mm -hmm. She said, I always have this idea that I need at least half a day to, to create She's like, I can just take my sketchbook and between the lunch meeting and, and the next thing, I can just draw the flowers on the table. It's like, yeah, that is exactly it. I was so happy to hear that. I was like, yes. that's it. You do not need like a full hour or a full day or however you much you think you need because it's easier than that. Make it easy because then it will stick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I talk about the same things. We're, we're so in line with that stuff. Yeah. I talk about it all the time. I'm like, people have this masterpiece mentality. They think yes. I need to sit down and bang out the masterpiece in one setting and it's going to be great. And it's going to be my work, you know, the, the life's work. And, and it's like, it doesn't, maybe that happens. It's lightning in a bottle every once in a blue moon, but like predominantly it's just showing up and doing the work and doing it in even whatever time you have available. Um, the other problem too, is that a lot of people, they think, well, I'll wait for that large chunk. And then when it comes, they spend so much time setting up and prepping. And then they're like, well, now I'm not inspired or I've wasted more of my time setting up and I should have been creating. And that time is now gone. So yeah. Or the <laughs> expectations are so high because mm -hmm. now I have so much time. And it's like, uh, 
uh, how do right. I do this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. 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 Um, yeah. So with this idea of like daily deposits and and, and pivoting and um, the next iterations of whatever comes right, what what's next for you? Like what's on the horizon that you're like, maybe this is something that you'd love to do that you haven't done yet that you're thinking about or that you are like, you know what, this seems like a really cool project that I can involve myself in. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because this is exactly what I was talking about yesterday with, uh, a bunch of, uh, my peers. I am not exactly sure because I've had this idea of, you know, my book, Life is Better When You Draw It. I think it could be a fantastic course as well. But, and I haven't shared this at all, this idea. So now, well, anyway, I might be in trouble now. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to actually go into the process of a whole project of creating an online course. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think right now I am super happy about uh, how after my sabbatical, things have developed. I am doing these travel workshops and I have to pinch myself every time that I'm actually going to this some beautiful place with a bunch of super enthusiastic artists that want to draw all day. I get to draw all day. I get to teach people. I get to, you know, get inspired by them and by where I am. This is where I want to be right now. And I, uh, I have my Patreon um, uh, group, which I love supporting and which I love just um, feeding inspiration. So I think before I dive into the next big project, I need to just lean into what is happening right now. Um, because that's also one of the problems of creative people. Like there's always the next mm -hmm. shiny new thing that you want to create. Sometimes you can also just lean back a little. If that idea that you have is a great one, then maybe next year it will be good. Or maybe in a few months. It doesn't have to be now, you know? Uh, yes. And then I'm like, well, maybe I need to um, uh, keep my momentum going. But the book, you know, the, that book is great and it's timeless. And I can pick that up whenever I feel the actual energy and need for it if I want to do more with it. Yeah. Or maybe maybe the next thing could be like, I'll write a second book. I don't know. I don't feel, feel like that's the next thing. But, you know, there's so many thoughts that come in and there's so many opportunities and possibilities. But I think for me right now, it would be great to not stack another thing on top, but just leave it as is for now. I'm in a good place and I will see where, you know, where this where this river will take me next yeah yeah, yeah. So. i think there's some some wisdom in that and just saying let it develop and yeah. don't always feel like you know chasing the the next over the now um right. learning to be fully present you know those are things that i've been marinating into uh this past year thinking 
you know, not just even in terms of my creativity, but just in the life of, of not thinking it always has to be whatever's coming. Um, and then I'm missing whatever is happening today. I might be so, right. so fixated on a certain outcome or a certain thing I want to see happen and, or solving a certain problem that I miss what's happening right before me. That could actually be something that could take me in a different direction if I was open to it, but mm -hmm. it's being open to it, learning how to be fully present in the moment you're in and saying, you know what? I have opportunity today. I have work to do today. I have things that, that I'm involved in that I can be grateful for and, you know, pause to celebrate before oh, I'm yeah. thinking what's next, you know? Yeah. 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 We forget to celebrate. It's true. And we get into this stream of busyness mm -hmm. and, uh, and running and, uh, yeah, running to the next thing. I totally agree. Let's celebrate and let's just pause and let's be in the moment. I love that. Yes. Yes. Well, Kosha, I, I can't believe that we've been talking as long as we have already. Oh, but, wow. Um, <laughs> yes. I didn't even know. I know. I we just can, looked at I the feel clock. Like we, could, we could talk for days, but um, uh, as we close things out, where can people get the book? How can they find you? And if they want to be a part of one of your, you know, travel uh, sketch opportunities or, or any of the other things you have going on, lay some links on us. Yes. Okay. So um, the problem is my name is just terrible, but my <laughs> website is my name. So it's <laughs> you just need to go to my website and you can, you can find everything. So my website is koshakuna.com. And I bet you will add that to the show notes. I will. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's you can find the book. Uh, Life is better when you draw it. Uh, you can find links where you can get the book and um, there's a link to all the workshops, my live online sessions, which are monthly. They're really, really fun. I have an assignment and then we have like 90 minutes to draw together and, uh, and chat. So, um, yeah, that's basically it. Amazing. Websites. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, I highly encourage people to make sure that they get your book to follow you, to watch your videos, to learn from you. And uh, as you continue just to develop and, and um, evolve as a creative person yourself, I uh, thank you for leading the way and being a voice an encouragement and a teacher. So thank you. And thank you. Yes. <laughs>